Hello, good people. It's April 11th, 2018, and this is the We Are MCBS podcast. Woo! <laughs> All right. That's right. That's how we feel on April 11th. That's what I'm saying. Well, this is the podcast where you come to get an earful of media strategy, and boy, do we have an earful for you today. But we're not going to start filling ears until we've talked to the astounding, the unprecedented, the over-the-top Pete Episcopo. Pete, how the heck are you? It is springtime for sure today. I, you know, it's just, uh, it, it, doesn't it feel like a new part of the year is, is upon us? However, I just got a photo from my brother who lives in Wisconsin. Snow. Snow last week. That can't Still, be right. in April. That's wrong. But we're not there. We're here in the Sunshine State enjoying a beautiful podcasty day. And it is great to be with you all. And yes, Jason, my esteemed colleague, so great to share the table, the mic, the coffee, everything with you today. And yeah, just great to be here. Yeah, it's what makes getting up worthwhile. Yeah, you got it. Waking up with the sun and Pete and the woohoo crew here at the podcast. That's the woohoo crew. <laughs> That's us. That's them. So let's kick this amazing podcasting day off by reaching out to one of our student reporters. We've got local news for maybe the first time ever. And covering this new segment is our very own Brooke. Brooke Steele. That's Brooke. me. How Go, you, Brooke. How you doing? That's me. I'm going to be talking to you guys about the Florida Film Festival. It's coming the 6th through Ooh. the 15th. Oh, so it's happening. Yeah. Sweet. I love a good film festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's big things happening. There's over 180 films that will be shown at the festival over the week basis. Um, there's 20-plus uh, world premieres of films. There's going to be special guests like Blake Jenner and Pam Greer. So it's a, it's a huge event, and Full Sail is a big part of it. You know what else? That's taking place over at the Enzian Theater. Have you been there before, Brooke? I have not. All right. You, this is an assignment. You know how I like to give out assignments. You and everybody in the area that hasn't been to the Enzian Theater needs to go. And if you don't go during the film festival this week, that's fine. Go anytime. It is beautiful. They have oak trees there that are older than I think our country, and they're just giant and they're just covering up the entire theater and it's a cute little theater and Walt Disney came down here and used to live here and do a lot of his uh, film screenings. The Enzian is where the uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves was screened for the first time. Wow. Wow. You can go sit That's in there huge. and watch movies You today. are a plethora yeah. of knowledge on this. All right. And I'd say at least 90% <laughs> of it's accurate. So <laughs> good luck picking out the 10% that's not. I had my calculator out, by the way. And that is this thing seven days long or five days long? Seven, if it's seven days long, that's 25 films a day. Now, oh. obviously, all of them aren't you know, two hours long. But if you have not seen a flick in a while, there's going to be a lot of them playing over the week. So just want to throw that math in there. There's a lot of films coming up in the film festival. So with all those films, that's a lot of films. Mm -hmm. uh, can you can you zoom us in on some of the, the ones that we want to maybe check out or that are happening that are pretty noteworthy? There's a ton of different categories. There's a spotlight film, documentary films, there's the music films, all of that. Um, some of the films that kind of caught my eye was Lean on Pete and um, Hearts Beat Loud, which is in the spotlight films. Um, but there's a ton of different things, like you had said earlier, about the 25 a day, basically. Mm. It's a week and a half, a week and a half long event. 
um, which also goes in with Full Sail being a huge partnership and helping out a lot. A lot of our students have their films in the program also. Yeah, that's the that's part of this right whole mm-hmm. thing is just where are we in all of that activity? Exactly, so that's, that's cool. Yeah, I think the real cine- cinephiles, I think the people who really love films <laughs> here at Full Sail, they came here to steep themselves in film. I know those people have been going to the Enzian since the day they got to school, and I can only imagine the emotion that they feel when they see their own film, their own creation up on that screen. That's huge. It's just got to be overwhelming. It's so exciting to watch that and their excitement. It's their dreams coming to life. Yeah. And the first one, too. It's like step one of their dreams. You know what's next. Sundance. Other names I know. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Well, Brooke, thank you so much for bringing us that local news story. All right. Film Festival. And the next segment for today is going to be Old School Update with our very own Maria Letterman. Maria, what kind of old school update do you have for us today? Hi, guys. How's it going? Oh, good. Good to see you. Um, Hi, Maria. Hi. I'm part of the Woo Woo crew, so I'm representing. Okay. Anyway, so today I'm going to be sharing with you something crazy that happened. You ready? Mm -hmm. We're ready. I guess. We're waiting. It seems kind of crazy. <laughs> okay. So we all know and love Collider, the entertainment website. They also have their, their videos on YouTube, and they talk about movies, TV shows. They cover all that. Well, it turns out that, you know, Collider was owned by Complex, but now Complex sold Collider. So for people like me who aren't totally up on that, What's the significance of it, or was it like a big deal in terms of financially? Did they even disclose that, or no? So here's the thing: they haven't mentioned anything about you know how much it was or anything like that. No, the thing is, Complex is this other you know entertainment companies like an entertainment platform. They own a variety of different brands that they all talk about music news, you know, reviews, things like that, and we all know that you know. Complex was the owner of Collider, and Collider was their brand for TV and film news. Oh, okay. So now it's pretty crazy because they, like, you know, they sold Collider, but the thing is, the buyer is the head of video at Complex, and his name is Mark Fernandez, and the reason why he bought it, it was like, okay, now we want to build a stronger IP, and it was crazy because when I heard, you know, when I heard the news and I was like, oh, because I love those two companies so much that I wanted to, you know, follow it and see mm-hmm. what, what was going on. The next day after, after, you know, it got released and now he's the owner of it. So here's the thing. The next day, their logo, all of their logos for their different shows and stuff, they were all matching. It was like. Bam, they started right there. And now they have like all of their, because before they had all of their shows on on iTunes, on a podcast, on YouTube. But now they have it like, they separated them. So mm. now each of their show has, you know, its own, its own show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm a little confused about the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Would this be like the president of Disney buying Epcot? And then running Epcot separate from like removing it from the rest of the Disney family. It well, kind of not the president of Disney, but one of the executive, executives. Like yeah, oh, okay. one of the big guys. And I was like, okay, yeah. So now it's going independent. Except that executive is the president of this new offshoot mm-hmm. company, and also still has his cool job 
where he was before. Exactly. Wow. Yep. That worked out for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. But the cool thing, you're totally right, because the cool thing, like, from my eyes, I was a little bit scared because I was like, oh, what happens with all the shows of, like, Jedi Council, like, you know, um, movie trivias, like, what happened with all that? And they just got better. Like, everything just got better. So I was like, oh. and it was literally the next day. Hmm. Like, there are logos, because before, some of the logos were, like, red and yellow and other colors, but Collider is green. And now, all of their logos match. So it's almost like the strategy was pre-planned. Like, they kind of knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And so from a media strategy point of view, they actually had their ducks in a row for the announcement and then, bam, hit the ground running, which is kind of cool. Exactly. And one of the other things uh, he said, it was, so before Collider used to have 18 members as part of their staff, and it was like six freelancers. And now Mark Fernandez has said that he wants to have 50 people as part of their staff mm -hmm. like you know yeah, yeah part of the staff so. and like 12 freelancers hmm. so i was like oh, hello there mm -hmm. yeah i gotta tell you i've been re-watching game of thrones and this seems very similar as if as if there's a game of ceos going on or mm -hmm. something and they're they're each knocking each other out and i wonder if this was a joffrey murder or a, <laughs> you know, we, I, it's, hard, it's hard to tell which direction it's going maybe it's the the queen of flowers is now going oh my to, god i don't know I, you know what maybe i'm just putting too much game of thrones out there maybe there's never there's never such thing <laughs> well maria thank you very much for bringing us that news that is a pretty big deal and we will keep a close eye on it and hopefully you'll yeah. keep a close eye on it and let us know if anything big happens oh yeah okay <laughs> and get your resume ready they're hiring it looks like oh heck yeah yeah all right. And that will take us to our next segment of the day. Our next segment is New Media News. And bringing us our New Media News, our very own Tasia Turner. Hey, Tasia. Hey. Hey, hey Jane. What's up? Well, we were here to ask you the exact same question. What's okay. up? Well, recently, Wendy's decided to drop a mixtape online, like Twitter and like I don't know if you can listen to it on Facebook. We'll just say Twitter. But they dropped it at like midnight and everybody went crazy. And it's like about five or six songs dissing like McDonald's and Burger King. Um, they're not really promoting anything, but I mean, kind of. They're like promoting Wendy's and the song titles are like clowning. So that's at McDonald's. Um, rest in Grease. Uh, things like that. Um, she calls herself the first lady of fast food. So it's really cool. I took a listen to it. And would you, I mean, in your personal opinion, would you say it's Fuego? Yeah, I'll read you a couple of lines. So <laughs> let's see. It, it's Fuego. Um, why your ice machine always broke? Why your drive through always slow? Like that was about McDonald's. And then another one was BK, don't think you got it away. You copy my old menu and put it on replay. So, oh, you know, wow. she, she's sending some shots. Serious throwing down here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, those are some harsh bars. Yeah. Right. Right. The CEO. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> the um the CEO had sat down, like, you know, the show on CNBC, Mad Money. Mm -hmm. yeah, and they yeah. sat down and of like, He's like an older white man. So the guy was like, you know, what made you come up with the idea of having a mixtape, like, you know, to promote the restaurant? 
And he was like, it's for the new generation. Like, you have to keep it up to date. You can't be kind of old with it. So in this day and age, you know, we all love, like, the diss tracks and the music and the midnight drops of stuff. So that's why he did it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really, like... I guess it inspired other people to do it, too. I mean, Hamburger Helper even dropped a mixtape at the same time, but (laughs) it was totally unrelated. Like, they kind of had the same thing, but the CEO said that, like, the social media strategy was important. So their team of, like, marketing, he said they revamped it. It was kind of younger people, and that's what they said they should go for. And their sales, of course, skyrocketed, but he said he was proud of it because even with the four for four, like, Wendy's was the first to do it, and now all these other restaurants do, like, little deals. So, yeah, it was a good move for them, the mixtape. This is going to be fun to like just watch it escalate now. Oh, because you know what's happening next. Let's yeah, just right? get ready. Get your popcorn because <laughs> McDonald's is going to try to come back and they're going to get spanked so hard. I hope there's like a Wendy's commercial and they're playing like the music from the mixtape. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that yeah, would be cool yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, the mixtape's called We Beefin'. <laughs> but it's a question. Like it's like We Beefin'. Like so then they just come at everybody on the mixtape so yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. well i do i do enjoy it when the marketing is as entertaining as the uh stories that i'd pay for anyway so i appreciate Mm -hmm. wendy's for keeping it fresh Ah, (laughs) yeah (laughs) go ahead and just send me my check wendy's good job all right (laughs) j-man well Thank you very, very much, Tasia, for bringing that story to us. We enjoyed our new media update. No doubt. And we'll talk to you next week. (laughs) All right. All right, everybody. For our very last segment of the podcast today, we're going to do the segment, I Can't Believe This Is Someone's Job. And bringing us, I Can't Believe This Is Someone's Job, is our very own Alexis Ajo. Alexis, how you doing? (laughs) I am super. Hi, Alexis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're in good company. We're all super today. Alexis, you've got a, a laptop over there, and I'm going to yes. guess it's filled with jobs that none of us will believe could potentially be ours. Yes. So I was perusing through YouTube, as one usually does, you know, late at night. Mm, just checking out <laughs> jobs. That yeah. You, can't you know, you just jobs. kind of like spiral yeah. into something. And I stumbled upon this video that was produced by CNBC International, so their channel. And it was their, one of their journalists pretty much following a group of digital nomads who live and work out of Bali. Oh, I love that name. <laughs> I love the title. Yeah. Digital nomad. I feel like, I, I, I don't know, a Sherpa with an iPhone? <laughs> or a, what, are, what are we talking about here? Yeah, so pretty much it's like they're doing exactly what we're doing and what we're learning in our program here. And they are developers, designers, entrepreneurs, you know, whatever they want to do, everything. And pretty much anything that can be done remotely or as freelance, that's what they do. But they just take it globally. So, you know, I think it's one of those things where a lot of people don't realize really how far you can take it, especially when it comes to freelance and remote work. Whereas like these people are like, oh, yeah, we're living in Bali. We're having coconuts on the beach every day. Like my appointment at 130 is actually a massage. (laughs) Ha ha ha. You know, like and they're, you know, of course, Bali being a pretty cheap (laughs) or country. Sure. They are making bank and they're not having to really pay for anything so so it'd be like working here in orlando mm-hmm. having your same clients and billing yep. at the same rate yep uh, except that money is worth 10 times as much yep. because of the economy you're living in yep and then of course there's the sunsets and you mentioned mm-hmm. coconuts yep oh come on yep <laughs> i can't believe that's somebody's job i want to believe yeah <laughs> i want to believe but i can't believe that's i want to go job. there now. yeah 
All right. Well, I have a feeling Pete and I are about to take two months off so we can beta this digital faculty nomad, nomadic faculty. Right now, man, I am on a travel site too, right? First class. Yeah. Let's do it. I'll sit on your lap if I have to. (laughs) No, all the money we'll save by being over there. We can go for the high price ticket. Let's do it. Business class. Here we come. Yeah. (laughs) I always wanted the hot towel. I always get so jealous when I see him handing them out. Isn't that like on those long trips and you get, oh, especially if it, do you ever have a eucalyptus in it too? It just really makes the experience even better. No, I'm telling you, I only get to see it from the coach. No. I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know it came with flavors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's where they send you to the back and coach. Just uh. snap the curtain shut. You don't want to see them. Yeah. <laughs> Throw dirty towels yeah, at you. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what first class didn't want. You we kind of walk through first class on the way out going, <laughs> is there any life left in this rag here? Can I do that? So... Well, Alexis, I appreciate you bringing the digital nomads to us, but I have a feeling that you have something to tell us about Netflix. I do. So, I mean, you can kind of tie it in. When they're done doing their day's quote-unquote work. Uh (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's that's, that's a good way to bring it in. Sure. You know, they got to relax somehow, and Mm -hmm. hey, everybody loves Netflix and Netflix. So just a few days ago, they came out advertising that they are finally letting people binge watch and get paid for it right reviews and opinions and so people are sending in their resumes to become a professional netflix binge watcher professional binge watcher yes so this is not like a gag or anything this is for real it's a it's a real job yes yes look i'm furious right now pete i am absolutely beside myself i've been doing this for free For like a decade. Yep. And we could have been getting paid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the whole time. Absolutely furious. Yeah. <laughs> Just giving it now. away. Giving it away. Well, I'm all, an expert. All that free binge watching we did. <laughs> <laughs> I've essentially got a double PhD in Netflix. I feel used. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Netflix could make it up to me by giving me one of those jobs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll send in my resume. Then. Heck, yeah. I yeah. can't believe that's going to be my job. Yes. Cool. well thank you very much alexis and uh, we appreciate you bringing us i can't believe that someone's job yeah that was awesome thank you nice segment yep and a big round of applause and thanks to everybody for an amazing podcast that was our april 11th nice and i guess that with the uh, with the sun high in the sky, Pete and I still have a big day ahead of us. Yeah, we got some travel ahead of us, man. Right. Let's do it. Okay, we'll get those plane tickets, and for everybody else, we're going to call it a day. We'll finish it by saying... Heading to Bali. Heading to Bali. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>